Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Kebab Karma. I'm joined again today as always by the beautiful, the effervescent, the not actually here in person because we're trying some new tech stuff, <laughs> but she is, uh, you know, still on my FaceTime. Hey Tabitha. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Um, I look really tiny. I also look really tired. But um, I'm really well. Yes. Thank you. Good. I am glad you're doing well. What's new? What's been going on? I've just been to the gym. Um, I really love this microphone that um, yeah. I'm using to record this. In fact, I may mm -hmm. use it uh, occasionally to pretend I'm singing at the BAFTAs <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you're just going to start your own ASMR channel. And just... Ooh, yes. <laughs> actually that would be a good idea i'd love to see it like you just you just do the things that are italian you just like well let's face pasta. it yeah exactly it would be just sounds of me eating different foods <laughs> every day going, hey. Hey, okay so i'm just gonna i'm gonna level with the with the audience and the people and stuff um this episode is uh special because very special um I saw a movie on Netflix and why Netflix thought to recommend this movie to me, I don't know, but I saw a movie and it was such a mindfuck that I just had to share it with anyone and everyone that I knew. And the only person that I know is, is, is you. <laughs> the only person, uh, <laughs> yes. The only person you hate enough to make me waste two hours of my time. And listeners, please note that Netflix has just released the entirety of Studio Ghibli. But no, no, no. <laughs> you make no, me watch no, no. this. <laughs> yep, yep. This is this is what we're doing with our time now. Yeah. So I watched a movie called Hot Gimmick, Girl Meets Boy. Mm -hmm. I had a visceral reaction to it. I can't even like explain it in a way other than it made me feel everything i felt like i was on acid it was worse than watching cats um i haven't watched cats but i can only imagine <laughs> that if if it was worse than watching cats the movie just raised so many questions that i thought this would be the perfect movie to just have a little discussion you know about consent so mm -hmm. <laughs> this is going to be the consent episode just just fyi yes we're going to try and get through the plot in around like 10 minutes i don't know if we can ever get around the plot they didn't manage to in two hours so the movie starts and we're introduced to our main character our main character is called hatsumi mm -hmm. and hatsumi is the meekest most pathetic least confident least confident most unsure sad individual yeah i think in the history of cinema She's no but like the problem is that it's they tell you like they they beat you around the head with it so much that she's not confident that after yeah. a while she just annoys you instead of feeling sorry for her you're just like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> which you're not supposed to because she actually goes through a lot of shit um, yeah. but it's just the way the character is portrayed it's just so inept <laughs> that yeah. you, don't, you don't feel any sympathy for, for this person Hatsumi is hanging out with her little sister Akine. Acne? I'm going to call her Acne. I know. <laughs> Please, oh let's God. not. Acne is pure trash. 
Acne's plotline is so underdeveloped and so problematic that it honestly requires its own entire video just all about like unhealthy relationships, appropriate age of consent, <laughs> Gee, which, yeah. which in Japan is apparently 13, but whatever. So Acne is, uh, she thinks she's pregnant um, and she is, let me just say, far too happy about it. Like, yeah i didn't get that i'm like why are you skipping about on a bridge if you think you might or might not be pregnant i know this bitch was jumping everywhere she was like we've got a secret mission ah like she looked like she was gonna transform into a sailor scout she was real fucking happy at one point i thought Maybe she knows she's not pregnant. She just wants to fuck about with her sister. <laughs> she just wants the attention. About, yeah. So Hatsumi goes, she gets her pregnancy test. They're like walking home. And then out of nowhere, like out of absolutely nowhere, Acne is just enraged. She's just pissed. And she's angry and she's jumping around. That happens. So that that uh, discombobulated difference between the happy and irritated shouting happens a lot in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is yeah. one of the reasons why following the plot is so difficult. <laughs> because sometimes their facial expressions and their tone of voice um, is so disconnected with what they're saying that you are just so <laughs> <laughs> so Agni's really angry. She's doing that like anime girl anger where she's jumping up and down. She's like swinging her bag around everywhere, and then magically dun, through dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and then magically through through science, um, the <laughs> pregnancy test flies out of her bag and over an overpass, and is caught by. <sighs> A boy. We don't know who he is yet at this point in the movie. by a boy. Can I just and stop you right boy... there? This is about two minutes into the film. Yeah, oh yeah, we're yeah. Already... This is, I, I, we're only two minutes into the film and we're already fucking going Confused. eight shit on this bitch. <laughs> like, the pregnancy test flies over, a, over an overpass and he is riding a bike underneath it. He turns around and just snatches it, like, right out, right out of the air. Looks back at Hatsumi and he's like, huh. And then just, just keeps on riding. And this guy, we are going to later find out, is Ryoki, who I'm going to call Nyoki. Nyoki. Oh, is it time to eat? Yeah. I fucking hate this bitch. Yes, I, I agree. All the way throughout all of this, throughout everything happening, throughout the sister getting angry, throughout her thinking she's pregnant, throughout him catching the pregnancy test, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is just on in the background, but it's like a weird midi version of it. It's a sad-ass version of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is what it is. <laughs> it's like they change it just enough that some people might not recognize it's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, but it is goddamn Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Let me give you a visual of Ryoki just so I can sh tell you why I hate him so much. This guy looks like a reject from a Fall Out Boy tribute band. He's got an incel haircut. He's wearing glasses. He's like 6'2", but he's fucking 25 pounds soaking wet. And he <laughs> legitimately looks like the Craigslist killer. Like, he is supposed to be our goddamn leading man heartthrob. And no, 
Like he is one ugly ass, rude individual. I don't know. Uh, but- I wouldn't. Say, I don't know about ugly, but he's definitely a horrible human being. Like, there is no relatability. There is no feeling sorry. You instantly you would think that's the villain. Cut to there's some other character is introduced. I don't remember how they introduce him, but his name is Azusa. Az- Azusa. At- Azusa. He's a childhood friend who has become a major model so as they're walking home thinking they've still got the pregnancy test in the bag she is looking at a poster of him dreamy eyes and oh he was always my one oh put a pin in that put a pin in him for a minute cut to the next morning rocky is like waiting outside her house like the creepy motherfucking unabomber that he is (laughs) waiting for his prey Hatsume comes out, you know, she's she's going to school and he goes, so you're pregnant, huh? She's like, no, I'm, I'm not pregnant. He takes out a pregnancy test and he says, you're a slut. You're pregnant. That's exactly what he says. <laughs> Literally, the quote is, the quote is, so you're pregnant, huh? Question mark. Slut. Period. <laughs> From from zero to a hundred. From zero to like from him just like waiting outside a house. Maybe I thought maybe he was going to like offer her like, oh, you know, you drop this. Like, I'm just giving it back to you. I hope you're okay. Nope. He's like, you're a slut and you're a pregnant slut. Hatsumi's like, she's like, what? She's like five foot three. Yeah. And he's like six, two. So he's like putting the pregnancy test way above her head. And she's doing that thing where she's trying to like jump and catch it. And then he tells her, stop grabbing me. Oh, but I guess you're used to grabbing men because you're such a whore. Yeah, he says like, hang on. Uh, If you're sleeping around, I guess you are used to it. I'm like, what? And at this point, um, we already know the sister is not pregnant because she got that period. So I didn't understand why she was jumping for it. It to begin with I'm like well what are you doing man who gives a shit what, what does it matter you could just say it's not mine tell whoever you want I'll just tell them it's not mine but no <laughs> yeah. apparently it would like it would like it doesn't occur to her to just say you can bro I, I, I'm not pregnant so you can do whatever the fuck you want with it and then he just looks at her and says okay I've always wanted a slave yeah I literally my notes say what a slave boy bye <laughs> boy bye <laughs> I just thought, who does think that? Who? Who? What? We are five minutes and forty-three seconds into the movie, and we've already fucking gone all the way to the left. Yeah, all the way to the motherfucking left. This bitch is pregnant. No, she's not. She's fourteen. She's thirteen. What the fuck is going on? You're a mule. You're a bitch. Now you're going to be my slave. Yeah, slave that, indeed. That's, that's the word. That's, just thrown around. This way, that's that's it. So I guess she's she's kind of like, oh, okay, great. Guess guess I'm gonna guess I'm gonna be your slave, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then some ginger guy shows up and uh, you know, takes her. Azusa, you know, Mister Azusa, who you know, remember we put a pin in him. It's time to take that one out. And at this point, he's the hero of the movie. Yeah. You're like, ooh, he just saves her. He's he's fashion. You know, he's wearing Kangol. He's, he looks like a, a, a good, like, 35-year-old K-pop star smushed into the body of uh, a, a 16-year-old. That is an 
old ass 16 year old yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like when you watch one of those uh, film like one of those tv shows on cw and someone's just supposed to be a freshman in high school and they're fully 35 (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's true jesus he's he's a old ass teenager yeah but he but he saves her from this bullying that's taking place yeah yeah he saves her from ryoki and they go home and you know you're like good Good. I'm glad that this 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 dyed ass ginger man saved saved her. Good for him. Um, and then Ryoki has to go and be a little bitch and post the pregnancy test into Hachime's house to condense it a little bit. Then yeah. basically, he, she does become his slave essentially because she starts carrying stuff for him to and from school because she doesn't want. Even though the mum finds the pregnancy test in the post, she's still afraid he's going to go and tell her. Yeah. So cut forward through the next, like, 20 minutes, half an hour of the movie. Ryoki calling her a mule. Ryoki calling her a bitch. He calls her, her stupid that, about He calls her stupid. Yeah. He just goes off on this bitch. He's like, you're never going to amount to anything. You're dumb. Has anyone ever been as dumb as you? And she's just like, I want to be smart. One day I want to be as smart as you. Like, I'm so dumb. I can't do anything. I'm not cute. I'm not as cute as all the other girls. And that's the thing. They say this so many times. They beat you around the head with it. And she's cute. But after the 50th time, you go, all right, no, you're not cute. Fuck off. He gets mad with her because um, because Azusa saved her from him the day before. And uh, it literally says to her, have you never heard of adultery? Of course not, because you're a dumb bitch and you're a slave. So you talking to this other guy is adultery. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, what the actual fuck? What, what the fuck are you doing to this poor girl? But she's just taking it. She's just like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I am dumb. She just fucking bows and takes it. But there's a, com- uh, there's a, there's a further complication. I, and I caught this, I think, a bit earlier, but I think they did it on purpose. Because the big mm-hmm. brother... Shinogu. Uh oh. Mm. You can see where this is going, I think. Yeah. He looks at her as she's walking <laughs> away or whatever. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're like Jamie Lannister? Yes. Oh my God. I literally, no, I need to show you this. Wait, wait. Because I called him Brother Lannister in my notes. I called him Brother Lannister. I can't believe this. Um, yeah, so you're like, is he in love with her or something? It's going down that route, isn't it? And he does. So basically, uh, she's getting abused by Nyoki, and but then at the same time, Azusa is flirting with her real heavily. He's like really wanting to get on this bitch. He like takes her to modeling sets and does all this stuff with her. He's like really trying to say, bitch, you're my number one hoe. But this movie needs to do what this movie does best and let us know that Azusa is also an epic piece of garbage. (laughs) He invites her to a party and uh, the movie is shot in such an interesting way. (laughs) And I will give the movie this, like it is really visually interesting. Like I have never, never in my life seen anything shot like this. I I will guide you to one of my notes uh, that says, why are we seeing a lot of shots of feet? like quentin tarantino is that you what are you doing here <laughs> he said sometimes there'll be two characters talking two characters 
I'm sorry, two characters talking and the camera pans all the way down to this person, to this person's feet and this yeah. person is pacing up and down and you think it, this moment is really not that deep. They're talking about something very menial, like, oh, oh, so you moved back. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, did you did you go to school? Yes. You know, all that stuff. And then you look at the feet and you think, why? But Azusa takes her to a party. And then because he also has to be a booty ass stank gremlin, he decides, yeah, I'm going to roofie this bitch. Yeah. Right. Just no, flat out, out of nowhere. Like, you're like, oh, he's taking her to a party. You must really like her. He's like, nope, time for a little bit of light date rape. <laughs> I just said, I'm rereading over my notes. <laughs> this movie just went from zero to 100 in one scene when uh, he puts the rape note in a drink. He doesn't just roofie her. It looks like he was about to gang rape her with all of yeah. his mates. Yeah, he was fully about to try and gang rape her. But who comes to the rescue? Who comes to the rescue? Brother Lannister! Brother Lannister! Brother Lannister rocks up on this bitch. And he's like, fuck no. He's like, you've had too much to drink. We're going, bitch. And <laughs> swoops in. He was like, I don't know, a cater waiter or something. Yeah, he was, what working, the fuck he he was doing. working the party. She's like stumbling all over the place. You know, she can't walk. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He puts her in a cab and then suddenly she's just fine. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a bit fine. drunk, but she's fine. She's it's not like she'd been out. drunk. She'd like fully been roofied. And then she sits in a taxi and she's like, oh, do you have your keys? Yeah. You like, I'll, I'll go. See you yeah, in a bit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So good, in fact, that she was good enough to go home, get on FaceTime with Azusa and then just be like, yeah, want to see my titties? <laughs> Essentially. Because at this point, she has no clue. She doesn't know that he tried to roofie her. He roofied her. He, she doesn't know that he tried to gang rape her with all of his mates. So they're kosher, right? They're fine. As far as she's concerned, they're absolute, they're pals again. This scene is one of the ones that I was talking about that I think is, this scene is actually shot really well. Like if this scene was not in this movie... If it was in a good, like a competent movie, you would really feel for this girl. But no, this is is not a good movie. This is hot gimmick girl meets boy. So Azusa decides, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna send this to your brother. And just does, just full on sends it to her brother. Her brother's like, what the fuck have you done, Meg? Like, <laughs> like fucking, what the, what the fuck, Meg? What have you done? I, I'm changing her name. Like, Hatsumi is now Meg, because she's Meg from Family Guy. Family Guy, yeah, I was gonna say. Meg basically is distraught when she finds out that, you know, uh, her brother received her porno. Um, Incel finds out, and then Incel is just kind of like really mad and stands up for her, which is nice. But then he calls her a dumb bitch and says that she's useless. Oh, because um, he threatens to publish the video online. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the plot, which is <laughs> as Azusa yes. moves back um, to get revenge on Meg because <laughs> Meg's father... And this is where I lost it. This is where I lost it. I completely lost it. Meg's father <laughs> slept with Azusa's mother and broke up their family and Azusa has moved back just to get revenge. 
But plot twist. Yeah. The person whose father actually slept with his mother is incel, not Meg. That was such a Jeremy Kyle moment, wasn't it? <laughs> I just, what the fuck? So basically, Brother Lannister moves out of the house because he's like, I can't be around Meg any longer. Like, it's too much. Her pussy too powerful. Bitch, I gotta move. <laughs> then there's a karaoke scene for no reason. And then the movie goes on hold. For what is, in all honesty, one of the most erotic scenes I've seen in a movie in a long time. Have we watched two different movies? I was so confused and turned on and just like really like shocked um I've, i missed that i don't think it was on my movie that scene so if you want to skip to it it's one hour 19 minutes and 54 seconds <laughs> into the movie brother lannister is in a car with his roommate from the party you know the gang rape guy and they're just smoking in a car it's zoomed in real close, so you can just see, like, two cigarettes hanging out their mouths that are kind of touching each other. This guy leans in to Brother Lannister and says, You are a man, but you're also a woman. Are you, sh are you sure? Did, did you dream this scene? I don't remember. From 1 hour 20 to, like, 1 hour 54 is just them two in a car looking at each other, smoking, and touching each other. Sounds, sounds exactly like this movie. Very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I do not... <laughs> so oh, man. This wilding the fuck out. <laughs> Right. Oh. I genuinely, I watched this last night. I do not remember this scene. <laughs> my only guess, my only two guesses, I even momentarily fell asleep. I'm crying. Very possible. <laughs> or I was cooking at that stage, so I was otherwise engaged. It just gets worse from there. So... Meg decides that she's going to go to a love hotel with Incel because I don't know why. Reason, reason unknown. <laughs> because reasons. <laughs> He's done nothing but neg her, call her a mule and an idiot. But she's like, you know what? That really turns me on. Let's fuck. Yeah. He's got a condom. He gets the condom. <laughs> and he looks at it and then he goes, ah, and just throws it. He just throws it down. But throws it. He, he is so... Like there is so much drama, and then and then he says my favorite line of the whole movie: "I want a kid with you. Let's do it raw." Oh. And that's when I threw up by the side of the couch. And then he says, <laughs> "Let's mix our blood." Yes. Ooh. I was like, no motherfucking way. You need to get all the way the fuck out of my face. Like, first that's, of all, that was my second boy bite. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Like, first of all, if, okay, there are two interpretations of this. One, if you're bleeding from down there and you're a dude, you need to get all the way to the clinic because I don't know <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is going on. But maybe he means like, I want to mix our bloodlines. Like I, we need a baby. I know what will fix this. I know what will fix this. A kid. I know sure. what would be really good to bring in to this abusive relationship because he put 
pushes her. He like grabs her and assaults her on numerous occasions, calls her a bitch and like fully just degrades her. And you know what would really help? A kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. So you, you can do that to her in front of the kid. Yeah, because you know what fixes all failing works. relationships? Kids. Especially Brilliant. if they're 16. <laughs> so this is when Meg takes a turn again for the fucking unbelievable. She runs away from incel and goes right into the arms of Brother Lannister. And she's like, I've got nothing left. I've got nowhere left to go. So you can have me. He gives her a cup of hot cocoa or hot chocolate as it's known in the UK. So she's like there and she's like, take me. You can have me. Like, I won't say no. And then he's like, no, no, I can't. I can't possibly. Like, we're, we're related. It's wrong. And then she just knocks over the cup of hot chocolate just all over the floor. And he decides to lie down in, in the pool of hot chocolate on yeah, the floor. Yeah, she just wanders over and lies down in it. The whole thing is so fucking dumb. You think, <laughs> no, what? This is not art. Please stop. And then that's it. And then she's... All of a sudden, back apologizing to Azusa and then goes straight back to incel. Yeah, I didn't get that. I My comment at this point was, I actually don't feel well. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was actually feeling, it, it was making me feel sick. At this point, they get a drone. They get a full-on motherfucking drone that is like zooming in between hallways as she's running down a flight of stairs. And then Incel runs after her. No, th that's a weird scene. So he runs after her. They're on the initial bridge and then they stop. She turns around and then he starts running away and he starts <laughs> running after her. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? First, he is chasing her. Then he's like, fuck you, you're a slut. And then she is chasing him. And then he's like, why are you chasing me? And she's like, I don't know. I just really want to be with you for some inexplicable reason. Because you're, you're the universe I think is thrown about at some point. <laughs> I'm going to put in an audio clip and it's going to be in Japanese, so you're not going to understand it. But I'm going to explain what happens here. Every three words is another shot and they are put together just like you would a YouTube video. You just slap them next to each other on Premiere Pro one after another, after another, after another, with no concern for editing. Kind of like how I edit this podcast. It's just like one after another, shot after shot after shot after shot of just meaningless gibberish. Like, I didn't used to think this way, but now I'm happy I can stand on my own two feet. I can be whatever I want. This isn't gonna last for today, but maybe it'll last for tomorrow. We won't have a kid right now, but we're gonna have a kid. It's over, it's not over. I never wanna stop feeling this way. What the fuck? There is so much, and it's a crescendo of screaming, screeching and shouting. It is irredeemable. He pushes her down at one point. He grabs her by the hair. But then she like, she hugs Intel. She runs up behind him. She hugs him. And she says, I didn't know why the body could have sex before it became an adult. That sentence doesn't make any sense. No. But she says it. And then she says, but then I met the current you. I got to meet the 17-year-old Ryoki Tichibana. And I was a super lucky girl. And then... She runs off. He starts chasing her. And then she says, being empty has its purpose. Yes. 
I want to treasure this feeling right now. I can't have your baby, but even so, let's go fuck. We don't even need a child. I just love you. And someday we'll become stronger together. And now she's chasing him again. I, 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 I can't. I, I, don't, I don't know why you made me watch it. That's, that's, that's the conclusion of this. <laughs> do not watch it. Whatever you do. Please watch do not it. Watch. Please watch it. I need more people to watch this. I just... I think I read a review about it today that says this movie is unwatchable. And I can confirm 10 out of 10, this movie is unwatchable. And then it ends. It makes out like this guy who abused physically and emotionally this young woman is the biggest heartthrob. Twinkly music plays and happily ever after they run off into the sunset. It is disgraceful. And then the acting. The acting for me was atrocious. (laughs) It was absolutely atrocious. No, but uh, I thought maybe if you're watching a movie in a different language, it's it's difficult sometimes to understand how um, a a line is delivered, whether it's delivered well or not. Uh, But still, their facial expressions were... It was just terrible. It was just... What facial expression? Meg does not have a facial (laughs) expression. She had one. Her only facial expression was, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I am so sorry for existing. And I think that is... I think that is probably my biggest problem with the entire movie. It's that, like, Meek is not a personality trait that is going to get you any motherfucking where. When people treat you like shit, you apologize. When people film revenge porn of you, you apologize. Like, that is not okay. No, but also it's like they literally tell you so many times that she's sorry, that she thinks she's not cute, that she thinks she's stupid... That you stop... Yeah, they romanticise Yeah, they romanticise They romanticise the image of yeah. her being this pathetic nothing Yeah, person. they romanticise it, but also they don't give us any other insights in her personality. That's it. That's all there is to her. No, she starts pathetic and she ends... Well, she starts being called pathetic and meek and then she ends still being called pathetic and meek, but she's happy about yeah, it. Yeah, she's happy about it because she feels good <laughs> now that she found someone who wants to dick her to death Raw, by the way. Raw. <laughs> Raw. The themes of the movie at times are quite serious. Like consent, rape, gang rape, uh, bullying, incest, potential incest. They're all serious themes and they're treated very lightly towards the victim. And also the kissing in this movie is so fake, it made me want to vomit. Vomit. It made me want to puke. We've been spoiled by Game of Thrones. At least that did incest right. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they got a really high budget. (laughs) Like this, this, this is, this is a budgeted film. This film got fucking money behind it. Like they're using all types of technology. They're using fucking Mm -hmm. drones. Like there's so much time been spent on the editing and the grading of this movie. Like the color grading in some of the films is impeccable. Like, they really graded it well, and they really spent so much time getting the details and editing really, really polished. But for this booty butt garbage fire of a movie that literally calls you a piece of shit, spits in your face, and comes on your tits, and comes in your eye. <laughs> which is the worst. Like, I mean, come on, <laughs> listeners, it's the which worst. Which is the worst. Just to finish off, there was an actual, well, in the UK, I don't know if it's illegal in Japan, there was a really glaring... Act, like illegal act in this film and it's when Azusa decides to record 
naked imagery of Meg without mm. her consent. And like, that's really not okay. If that happens to you, and if you're in the UK, there are like places that can help you with that. There's Project Spite that is up and running to kind of help people who are the victims of revenge porn. Um, so if someone is out there like sharing sensitive images of you, don't do what this bitch did and apologize. Make sure that you report it to the police and make sure that you like get on to someone like Spite or another project that's helping people for free. It's pro bono, it's free. Yeah, also because I think legislation now is up to date with uh, the times, with the current times. So I think revenge porn is uh, punishable by law. I think definitely in the UK it is. Anyway, final thoughts from me. Um, I I got so many laughs out of this movie, but but I shouldn't have been laughing. Like he's calling her a slut and a whore and a bitch. And I was just like, this is, it's funny. Because it's so out of, it, it's so out of, out of tune, out of tune with the the cute yeah. music and the happy vibes that are going on. Like it's completely disconnected whole, with everything else in the movie. Yeah, yeah the yeah. whole movie is set to the fucking Peppa Pig soundtrack, <laughs> while some guy is calling you a whore. It's yeah. so fucking good that I highly recommend that you watch it. But if you at all struggle with like self esteem. This is not the movie for you, Mom. No, no <laughs> definitely not. not. I thought it was a dumpster fire. Um, and a disclaimer, like, I love, love, love Japanese as a language. So at any opportunity to watch a Japanese movie, I'll happily watch it. But this made me want to just smash my head against the wall or against yours for making me watch it. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm glad that I could give this to you. It's available now on Netflix. It's two hours of your life. You're never going to get back. Never. So go watch it before the reviews make Netflix take it down forever. (laughs) I think that's it from us, guys. I'm going to go because I feel like I need to take a shower. Um, So until next time, stay moist. Stay moist. Bye. Bye.